Welcome to the Conquer Food Podcast with Craig and Paula Williams, where we share tips, tricks and strategies from the coalface of the weight loss industry in the UK. We're going to help you to think, eat and move better. Ultimately, we're going to help you finally gain control and conquer food. Hey, up. welcome to the Conquer Food Podcast. It's Craig Williams here, your host for today. And uh, and today we're going to talk about how you can lose weight during the coronavirus pandemic. Okay, so during lockdown, I know we're getting towards the end now, but I think a lot of people are still suffering from this idea that, you know, we're, we're stuck at home, we're not being as active, and uh, we're often eating for other reasons other than just hunger. Okay, and we're, we're piling on the weight, some of us. Even me, you know, I've, I've put on a good couple of kilos since lockdown lockdown happened and um you know i can i can have a look at my habits and the things that i'm doing and i can see exactly what has gone wrong so what i'm going to do today in today's episode is i'm going to give you 10 tips 10 things to focus on in order to um in, in order to lose weight during the the coronavirus and uh, and during lockdown and and the subsequent months afterwards because I think I think it'd be quite beneficial to people okay so if you've got any tips and suggestions then leave them in the comments below if you're watching on YouTube and what I always do is I, I just invite people to leave us a little five star review on whatever platform you are listening to us on um, and just two things first of all it lets us know that we're giving you the right information and you're enjoying it and the second thing it does is it helps other people that are perhaps really really struggling find us and and i just cannot bear the thought of people really struggling with food their fitness and their health um another thing that i want to do i want to start off with a little bit of news and that is that as of last week we officially had three thousand downloads to our podcast which is just incredible really you know when we started at the start of the year and we thought right let's let's get into this and we we set up the studio, we got the panel together and we started banging out these podcasts. Then we got smashed by coronavirus and everything had to kind of shut down. Um, but we still tried to push on and, and get as much, as many podcasts out as we can to, to actually reach 3,000 downloads was just a massive, massive achievement for us. Um, so need to push on now, get to 5,000 and 10,000 and maybe one day, and I'm pretty sure we will, we'll hit the amazing 1 million downloads would just be phenomenal. Um, so for everybody that's listened and helped and shared and commented and all that kind of stuff, thank you very much uh, for helping us get there. Right. So let's get into today's teaching. Um, so number one, I want to talk about, uh, you know, weight loss with, with coronavirus. Um, the, the first thing that I recommend everyone do is to, is to start planning alternatives to to what they're going to do when they start to feel bored okay alternative activities when you're bored now i this i first became aware of the need for this when i did a 7 day water only fast um or my first fast a couple of years ago and and i was suddenly it's a bit like biting your fingernails or or smoking or or whatever it's like you stop doing the thing that you do which is often your default setting and, and also you sort of sat there like twiddling your fingers, like I feel like I should be doing so. I'm missing the action of bringing my, my hand to my mouth when I bite my fingernails. I'm missing the action of going and making meals and, and cooking food and going shopping and all this. All of a sudden, those things are missing from your time hole, from your timeline. You've got holes along your timeline and it's just, it's it feels strange. It's hard to explain, but it's just like, it's almost like, like grief, you know, a good friend of mine who does lots of 
mindset coaching. So I described grief to me once as the holes that people leave in their timeline when they're no longer around. You know, the, the time that they would they would fill and take up along your time, they're no longer there to fill them 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 times. And and it feels strange. And you're suddenly left with this idea of, well, what do I do? So have a little think about alternative activities, some good activities that you can do. Oh, and actually, if you really think about it, a lot of eating and boredom eating are alternative activities to things that you can no longer do. So we can no longer go to work and, and head out and socialize and do all the things that we would normally do. So we're like walking out going, now what? You know, and then we're back to the fridge, opening the fridge, snacking in a bit of food, in the carb cupboard, in the biscuit barrel or whatever, you know, and, and we're using that to fill our time. So what I want you to do is I want you to, to come back a little bit and just sort of think, right, what alternative activities can I do rather than eat food? Something that's that's making me, you know, this, this as a negative effect. What can I do that has a positive effect? So things that you can do, you know, a walk, up and down the stairs. You can meditate, you know, you can do a little bit of yoga, a little bit of stretching. Maybe you can do, you know, you have a, a few dumbbells or a kettlebell and you just do a few reps with your little bit of kit. Maybe you pick up a book and read. Whatever it is, I just want you to plan it ahead so that you've got these alternatives already organized and that you're not having to be reactive you're much more proactive. And a lot of these tips are about being proactive rather than, because if you're, if you're reactive, you might nail it one or two times. You know, you might get it right once or twice throughout the day, but eventually you're going to break. And then we can quite often start to pick up this, this momentum towards negative consequences. And, and this is what we're kind of trying to avoid. Okay. So that's number one. Uh, number two, I want you to really, really think about why you're eating. And what I want you to do is encourage you to avoid simply emotional eating, eating to change your emotion in some way. Maybe you're a little bit depressed, maybe a little bit down, maybe you're looking for a little bit of a pick-me-up or whatever, and quite often we will turn to food to do that. And I'm a massive believer that the number one reason why we eat is not because we're hungry and is not because of boredom. It's because we want to change our state. We want to change our emotion. Whatever emotion we're going through we want to change it, whether it's to enhance it if you're happy and whether it's to dispel it if you're sad or frustrated or, or, or whatever. Okay, so really sort of think about why you're eating. And if, you're, if you catch yourself wanting to eat because of some other reason other than you're hungry, then find your, go to one of these alternative activities that you've, you've already planned. Okay, number three, uh, and by the way, these are in no particular order, but number three is... I want you to plan for the long term because, you know, when this first lo this lockdown first started, it was just a case of, oh, this is new. This is this is different. You know, we're not going to work. We're not socializing. We're not going out to eat. We're not going to the pubs and, and all this kind of thing, you know. And, and so we, we, we had an opportunity then to start creating good habits. And, and some of us, me included, created some pretty crap habits purely because we, we didn't know when it was going to end. And we just thought, well, th this is new, you know, I can keep going, but it's, you know, now we're at the point where we've been doing these things consistently and consistency is the thing that gives you your results. And, and, and it works if you're doing positive stuff, just as much as it works if you're doing negative stuff. And we, some of us have been doing, cons you know, the wrong things consistently long enough now for it to take an effect. You know, for example, like I said, I, I've already, I've put on a couple of kilos because I've been consistently snacking on the wrong foods and not perhaps being as as um, as organized and and proactive as I could have been. 
And so I want you to plan for the long term because this this is not going away. This social distancing and, you know, leisure hospitality, shops, pubs, clubs, restaurants, and all that kind of stuff, they are not, they are not opening for a while. Uh, as we as we kind of record this, and and actually we've got no idea what the new normal is going to be. So I want you to plan for this long term. You need to realise that if you if you keep going and you're in the mindset, oh well, it'll change soon. It's not going to be soon enough. You've perhaps already done too much damage to sort out in a couple of weeks. The damage that you've done may take you a couple of months to sort out. So you need to you need to be thinking right. This this is how it's going to be in 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 some shape or fashion or whatever. Therefore, I need to I need to start implementing these things now. And, and one of the things that I would highly highly recommend that you do, and we're going to do a podcast episode and a whole series of videos on this, is you know really work hard on sorting out your immunity. And my last tip today really is connected with with the idea of having a real strong immunity, okay? So, you know, think of this long-term. Think of your life, your health, and everything you're doing as, as a long-term. Think of it as a long-term service uh, savings plan where every day you need to contribute towards a savings account so that you have, you have got an overdraft when it comes to, you know, when, it, when you need it. When you, you fall ill, if you fall ill, or you get exposed to the virus or whatever, you need to be in credit with with your immunity and your health um, to get through it. So so think about it long term. Okay, next thing then is plan alternatives to snacking fast and unhealthy processed foods. Okay, so it's you know like I said, this all felt a little bit temporary when we first got started. Therefore, you know you kind of enter in your fridge some foods you, you couldn't freely get hold of and. You know, we, we perhaps would have eaten a bit more snacky, fast and unhealthy foods because our life was disrupted. You know, I describe it as like a big pack of cards and every now and again, life comes along and knocks these cards out of your hands and the, and the cards represent different priorities and different habits in your life. And when, when life knocks it out of our hands, we've then got to scoop all the cards up and they, we pick them up in a different order. And all of a sudden, you know, perhaps healthy eating and exercise isn't on the top of our deck of cards as our priorities. Perhaps all of a sudden now it's just being safe and making sure our family's well. Or, you know, even for, for us, for Paula and I, it was ensuring the survive the survival of Team Boot Camp because all of a sudden we was we was closed and we had 60 people booked in there or thereabouts that that had invested in us for boot camps and we had to make sure that we survived this in order to be able to deliver them in the future. And we had refund requests to deal with and and a load of other bits and bobs to sort out. And 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 for me and for Paula, our life and, and our fitness and our health really took a back step because all of a sudden the people that we would normally distribute work to in the, you know, in the what do they call it? Distribution of labor or whatever it is, gardeners, maintenance, uh, cleaners, trainers, all this kind of stuff, all of a sudden it, it was me and her and a small handful of people that had been cut off with us and our workload just went absolutely through the roof and and I'm still fighting with a three and a half acre garden to get it in some kind of order and trying to sort out the pool and make sure everything's ready for us reopening sort of mid-July onwards. So, you know, what I'm saying there is our priorities and our, our things changed and, and that allowed little bits of crap really to seep in, to, to get in there and, and what you're at a stage now where okay, enough's enough and you need to start clearing them out and you need to find alternatives to that. My big thing is Friday nights, usually rugby's on, it's not at the minute and I would have like nachos or something like that. 
I've got to find an alternative to that because it's just not serving me well. And and perhaps these extra couple of kilos that I've put on are directly relatable to to the, the the natural fest that I've had every week, you know? And and so I need to be finding alternatives to that. And um, if you find alternatives or you realize that some things have crept in, you know, tell me in the comments what you're gonna um, what you're gonna replace them with. I'd be really keen to to know. I love hearing about other people's alternatives and and what they've swapped things out and swapped things in for. Um, next one then, number six is get some sunshine. Get outside. I mean, I, I was talking to a close family member of mine and and he was kind of saying, look, you know, I, I wouldn't I wouldn't mind if I never ever went outside again. And I'm like, what? No, the the health benefits to getting out and getting some sunshine are massive. Absolutely massive from from affecting your sleep, your circadian rhythms, to you know your immunity with vitamin D, bone strength, all sorts of different stuff. It's just you just need sunshine. You need to get out, you know. And obviously, if you're getting outside the house, you're 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 burning some more calories as well because you're gonna you're gonna be active to get out there. So so find an excuse to get out, even if you start off just walking around the garden. You know, walk down by the river, the local park, or whatever it is. You know, I know some people are absolutely petrified of the virus, and and that's fine. That's fine for them. But you really need to be coming up with ways for you to get out of the house now. You can. We're allowed to. You know, because of lockdown rules. So you, you need to be getting out and getting some sunshine. And what I recommend you do, within reason, this isn't any kind of Karma Sutra thing, is is to get as much naked skin exposed to the sun as you can all right now i don't want to see a load of team boot campers on the front page of the sun because you got some like naturist naked bloody whatever going on at the park well, i do want to see that but that's not what i'm encouraging you to do all right so so get some sunshine uh, it's a great little a great little tip to focus on uh num- number i've got two number sixes can't believe that uh number seven then is um set daily and weekly goals massive, massive part of your your results and your progress and your success. Um, because if you're not measuring it, you're not going to improve it. You're reactive. You're not proactive, like I said before. When you start to measure things and when you start to set goals and targets, your things change, you know, everything just changes. Like you can, there is no top level athlete or even amateur athlete that has not, that doesn't, does well, that doesn't have any goals, okay? You you have got to set some goals, whether it's so many steps a day, so many steps a week, so many calories uh, a week, you know, um, so many miles a week, so many sessions a week, whatever it is, it, it doesn't really matter as long as you set both daily goals because it, I need you to remember that it's what you do on a daily basis which counts, which gives you your results, Okay, but also weekly goals, you know, so that you, you're constantly working towards all those things, you know, and if you want to push on and do monthly goals and have an annual goal or whatever, then that's fine. But your minimum, you've got to have some goals, got to have some goals. It can be 100 skips every day. It could be 10 minutes yoga. It can be, you know, a, a one hour jog, whatever you feel is right for you. But you need to get some goals in there and constantly be reassessing and testing those goals and keep, you know, pushing forward because if you're not growing and improving, you're dying. Okay. So, so let's keep pushing on towards, um, towards new, fresh goals and make sure you've got some, um, as well, like I said before, declare your goals below. Okay. Comment whatever platform you're on, send us an email, get in the Facebook group or whatever, and let us know what your, your goals are because a public declaration of your goals makes them so much stronger. 
okay? Because humans have this, this desire to be consistent in what they say, okay? This is why you go, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll jump off this bridge. And then when you get there and it's like, you said, and you're like, I've got to do it. I feel like I've got to do it because we have this, this drive to be consistent in what we've declared. Um, next thing then, uh, I'm not going to say the number because uh, like I said, I've had two number sixes. So whatever number this is, um, create default meals. Now, this is very, very similar to plan alternatives to snacking, but it's much easier. And, and it may sound boring at first, but when you actually start to look at it, you, you do this anyway. We, we talk a lot about needing variety and wanting variety, but actually we, we always have the same old foods. The, 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 I think it's something like the average person eats about 250 individual ingredients and that's it. Everything they eat might be different menus and different consistencies and all that, but fundamentally it's made up of these these very few ingredients, to be honest. Um, so we don't have quite, quite as much variety as we as we think we do. How many times you've been to a restaurant and gone, right, give them the menu, you know what, I'm going to have something different today. And you're like, eh, da -da 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 -da. you know what, I'm going to have this. We always have that. And it's like, yeah, I know, but that's just what I fancy. You know, we, we, we want... We want we have this idea that we like variety, um, especially younger people, because they have so much variety compared to what 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 we had, what I had when I was growing up. But you know, we, we, very often it's the it's the same old choices. You know, your binges are the same food. It's very rare that you go, oh, you know what, I'm gonna have a binge, um, but uh, I'm gonna go out on a limb. I'm gonna go out on a limb, and I'm gonna have this instead. You know, it's like you know what you like, and you, that's what you go for. Um, so, so set some default meals. Think about an A and a B breakfast. Um, think about like an A and a B lunch or an A and a B morning snack and, and just alternate between the two, you know, because it's same again, once you start having these default settings, you can track it, you can monitor it, you can manipulate it so that when, when you need, you know, if you, if you weigh yourself at the end of the week and you've put weight on, well, you can go back at your default meals, make some reductions, make some changes and then run it again, and you can actually make progress like that. You're no longer sort of being reactive and just kind of doing everything through guesswork, all right? So that's a great little tip. And by the way, I've got a series of videos on, on creating default meals. It's it's my kind of default meals, uh, which I'll post a link to uh, in, the, in the description below. Next thing then you really need to do is tackle your saboteurs and recruit allies. Okay, there's two types of people in your life. There are saboteurs that are just hell-bent on ruining everything you're trying to do. They've all got the best intentions, I'm sure, but some people just want to share their guilt, and guilt shared is guilt halved. And, you know, they want to encourage you to, to drink more, eat more, eat more crap, you know, do less exercise and all this, because in you doing that, it makes it a bit more acceptable for them to do it. Okay, so I need you to sort of tackle those. And the best way to tackle them is just have a word with them. Just speak to them and say, look, I'm, you know I'm trying to lose weight or I'm, I'm, um, I've got a bit of a hit, felt kick or, or fitness kick or whatever, um, and I need your help. And if, if you're not going to help me, then we need to, I need to cut away from you for, for a month or two. You know, I need to, we need to interact less because uh, you're not helping. Now, in my experience, that does one of two things. One, <laughs> they get really pissed off because truth hurts and you won't hear from them again um, for a while, which you've achieved your aim and kind of proves what kind of friend they are or relative they are. Um, or they'll say, you know what, you're right, and, and I'm going to help. I'm going to join and I'm going to do it as well. And you recruit an ally like that. Uh, and then the other thing, the other side of it is to recruit is recruit allies. There are some people you just know they're brimming with positivity and they're going to help. Maybe this podcast is part of your 
um, alliance or, you know, the help in the Facebook groups or whatever, but there are people out there that really help you. And the more time you spend with them, the better results you're going to get. So find those people, interact with them more, you know, create a little pod of people that have got similar goals that you know and, and, and encourage each other and help each other hold each other accountable and give each other a little bit of guidance and reassurance. And it's a massive, massive, powerful thing to get in the results you want. Okay, uh, the next two, then I'm going to combine the two. Am I? No, I'm not. I'm not. Um, next one is double your hydration. There's not there's not a person in the world that, um, that, would, that would not benefit from just upping their hydration a little bit. Um, some of us much more. If you're going to the, for a wee and it's strong, then, you know, it's a sign that you need to be up in your, your, um, your water intake a little bit. So, uh, so to get it up, some of you will need to double it. Okay. Just to, to get the, the hydration that your body needs in order to carry out its own functions, but also to, to get rid of this, this problem, which most people know nowadays is that hunger, what we often translate as hunger, um, can be, can be dehydration. You know, it's very, very similar similar uh, symptoms and we can you know we think we think we're hungry so then we go and eat a lot of food and then five minutes later it's like uh still feel the same yeah because you was hydrated <laughs> you know you was dehydrated sorry not not hungry so double your water is going to help with that it's going to put some contents in your stomach the nerves in the stomach that 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 measure what the content of the food are going to be triggered and therefore it's going to dispel hunger for a little bit longer. You're not going to be able to get as much food inside your stomach if it's full of water. And then the health benefits of just being hydrated are massive. For every every function in the body involves water in some way, um, getting rid of waste, getting in the, you know what we call the groceries in and the garbage out is like you know getting waste in oh god waste out and, and nutrients and, and and vitamins and minerals in all all of it will revolve around water in some way okay so so everybody will benefit from from getting a little bit more hydrated um it's one of the great things i'm saying this because my, my son danny edits these uh, podcasts and does all the descriptions and that and one thing that i've really really love to see him do is he is walking around constantly with a big litre bottle of water and he has filtered water all the time and it's just it's just really good to see so little tip of the hat to him if you're listening to this and um, and to anyone else that's that's increased their hydration uh during during lockdown final one before we crack on is is to focus on some quality sleep okay now me personally i have i have completely cut out caffeine during lockdown, uh, what are we on now? So I have done about, I think it's 45 days as I, re- as I record this podcast, completely caffeine-free. And I was a massive caffeine addict, you know? And um, I've not had it. I've not had it since the day. I was like, right, I'm done, no more. And, uh, and my sleep has been phenomenal. It used to be that I'd lay awake. I used to sleep really light. I'd tell everybody that I was a really light sleeper. And, uh, and I was, you know, the slightest sound and I'd be awake and, um, I could hear the dogs downstairs snoring quite often. Paula, I'd be here, Paula snoring sweetly, as you can imagine she does. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, that's what I was like all, all my life pretty much. And, uh, and I cut out caffeine and since I cut out caffeine, my God, my, I've been like comatosed every night, but the benefits of that are just huge, you know, anti-aging anti-aging for a start, you know, not that I'm bothered about that too much, but you know, some of you will be bothered about 
about anti-aging and you spend a fortune on creams and, and, and maybe even bloody surgical procedures. I don't know, but, uh, just getting an, an you know a good night's sleep has a massive effect on 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 your skin elasticity and and all sorts, um, but also it dramatically improves your willpower and your ability to resist temptation. Believe it or not, um, it massively improves your sugar cravings. It doesn't make the it sounds wrong. It doesn't make the sugar cravings stronger and better. It, it it dispels the sugar cravings so that you can you know avoid sugar much longer. Um, you're much you're much clearer thinking, you're well rested so you can train more and more able to make better decisions. There is just a massive myriad, can't believe I was ever going to use that word in this podcast, of of positive benefits from getting sleep. Um, you know, so so really focus on that. One of the ways to to really start improving your sleep, number one is start to start to value it. Often it's the it's the first thing to go, you know, when we're like, oh, I've got too much work. Um, I'm, I'm bored. I'm watching this film and all this. We we don't prioritize it, you know. So the first step is to value it because once you start to value it, once you start to understand the power of it and and the negative connotations of not sleeping enough, your your sleep will immediately improve. Next one is track it in in whatever way you know. Lots of the fitness trackers, Fitbits, and all that track sleep now. Um, one of the first things I do every day is wake up and I check how much sleep I've had. And um, and if I've had anything less than eight hours, yeah, believe it. I know some people like five or six hours every night. Uh, I was like that. If I get less than eight hours now, then I'm, I'm, I'm considering a nap in the afternoon. <laughs> you know, I really do this because sleep is so important. Um, next thing to do is completely black out your room. If you can, get rid of your tech, get rid of your you know, any flashing lights or, or anything like that. And all this stuff is going to really, really help you. There's a great book called Why We Sleep by a guy called Matthew Walker. Um, hopefully that's right. Again, we'll make sure there's a link in this description. So Danny, have a little sip of water and add that link to the description for us, please. Uh, and everyone else, just give him a like for doing that. And um, yeah, you, you'll read all about sleep there. It is fascinating what goes on when you, when you sleep. And you know what? What is really interesting is that we don't actually know why humans sleep? We, we don't actually know, really. We know all the health benefits and all this kind of stuff, but you think about it. You know, we, we are pretty, pretty shit animals in that we're not strong, we're not fast, we're not camouflaged. Back in the day, we walked around in a bloody loincloth or a bear, you know, like a rug or whatever, like a poncho type thing, whatever cavemen and men, women wore. Um, and and so why would we be like paralyzed for 12, for 10 hours a day it's just it's just it's just crazy um anyway it's a really interesting book right so they're my top tips for um for for overcoming lockdown in regards to weight and to lose weight during the coronavirus um i'm hoping they've been a benefit to you i'm sure they have i'm sure there's been some good little nuggets in there for you to take away and start actioning um i'd love to hear about what you're going to start with because you know we're massive believers in 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 improving your health and success being a dial not a switch you know where you've got to turn the dial a little bit every day and keep working at it and keep working at it you don't just you're not just gonna wake up tomorrow and go right you know oh live live like a monk it don't don't really work like that so um so keep at it let us know what you're going to start with um right you'll be pleased to to know I've remembered the theme music this week, which means obviously we're getting towards the end of end of the show. Um, guys, thank you again for helping us to get to three ta- three thousand. I don't know why I went 
into that accent then, but 3,000 downloads for the Conquer Food podcast, which is amazing. Um, thank you very much. Remember to leave us a five-star review on Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you listen to this place and, um, and share it with other people you think would benefit from this. So until the next podcast, take care.